0: So uh, part of the important aspect of the path of purification is uh, refreshing, regenerating the energy, our energies. We get tired, we get uh, speedy, uh, we get tense, we get stagnant, we get contracted, gripped, compulsive senses take over. We get disconnected. the bath jumps off in one direction. One part jumps off in another direction. One jumps here, there. It's all broken up. So if you contemplate the energies that uh, these terms are referring to, mm-hmm. so it's in, a, in a day, mm-hmm. in an evening, in a morning. Mm-hmm. When you're in the kitchen, when you're washing up, when you're sitting in the hall, mm-hmm. it's kind of flows of it and how it's um, when it's unsteady, when it's not fresh and bright it's easily food for hindrances because we don't feel good, we start craving something to pick us up sense of buzz, sense desire because we don't feel good, we stagnant or we feel grumpy and negative because the energy is stagnant or we feel jittery and impulsive because the energy is doing exactly that. Mm. Mm. This kind of unsettled energy, restless, stirring, speculative. And these hindrances, Mm. they tend to form a self. Who is them, who is identified with them, becomes them and then starts acting on them. Mm. That has a formation to it. The yeah. mind that's affected by hindrances forms particular states of being that we call "I'm, I'm in this now." This is my mood. Yeah. This is my state, oh. and they get we get familiar. So they become aspects of self. And if we act upon those, we can etch in those those habits. Mm-hmm. dreary or resistant or always buzzy busy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. trudging through a day in a kind of rather stagnant way and then these naturally all kinds of unwholesome attitudes and actions occur around these mm-hmm. and so when we, we meditate, one thing he's doing is just going to the, the energetic basis of these. These are all tendencies. They're not, you know, a word like the ill will or irritation or craving. It's not. It's very normal. It's not like something that's so remote a possibility. But taken personally, actually, they're pretty universal, and they're universal forms that come from unhealthy. Both an unhealthy energy, an unhealthy understanding, unhealthy view. The unhealthy view is fundamentally the topic of wisdom and insight. The unhealthy energy is a topic of samatha, calming, and so on, steadying, soothing, evening out. And to work together, so taking a break, having a holiday for the mind. Uh, is learning to tone up, refresh energy, and uh, mindfulness of breathing is a, a means for doing that, and very uh, helpful means since we're breathing all the time, and it has various uh, aspects that are about energy. Basically, breathing in and out is that which you know is about moving energy through the body, isn't it? it's not just an air system, but it's an energy system so refreshing and regenerating the inclination is to access that learning steadily to lengthen to more Steady and full rhythm. Now, as I've suggested, or am suggesting, these um, energies, which can have the a, a bodily aspect to them, arise in the body, affect the moods, and then affects what we think and our actions. So, you see these three um, domains are interconnected: the domain of the body, the domain of the chitta, the heart domain of speech and action where we direct ourselves specifically specifically through through um, thinking faculty and normally the thinking faculty is very busy and sends a certain brisk energy into the mind into, into the heart and if you're very very busy you find your body starts to get exhausted even though you're not physically doing very much because it drains energy and stirs it up and tangles it so taking the time to refrain from talking, reading you know, planning, organising as best you can limiting it, trimming it down just for a sense of cooling that energy steadying that energy and hovering over the energy of the thinking mind wants the mood once the the energy underneath that it's it's unsettled impulsive stuck stagnant and uh, then we try to work on those through the body Mm-hmm. So if your body energy begins to brighten and steady, it clears that, that uh, energy in the chitta. Uh, so you're using connection between the body and the citta to clear, purify uh, energy mm-hmm. So the energy of the body transfers into the citta and vice versa If we have a lot of difficult emotions, our body begins to feel uncomfortable Mm. Similarly, if uh, body is sick, heart feels uncomfortable, energy is low, the heart feels dull. So working on that that connection, then you don't have to go into psychologies so of trying to change your moods. Mm. It often, be uh, uh, quite a frustrating task, trying to make yourself feel happier or more peaceful than you are you're working on just the, working on the psychology of the emotions of them but in meditation you go much more to the energy of it and you breathe in and you breathe out through the moods of the mind letting the chitta pick up that steady unforced, involuntary quality something that happens by itself that's part of the beauty of it you don't have to make it happen everybody breathes but you do have a certain action which is to connect to it and to free it from restrictions so you want to let the breath go really completely out as long as it takes pause and completely in for as long as it takes pause and completely out for as long as it takes when you're tracking breathing these uh, teachers pass down a whole range of possibilities but they come down to um using a thinking mind to to name using use of a, a thinking mind to use words to place the attention on the breath and people sometimes use numbers counting either counting how long a breath is just so your mind is actually with it how long the breath is it doesn't matter how long it is six eight ten mm, just using it to keep attention on that or you can you also can, sustain mindfulness of breathing by um, counting the breaths, that's the first breath, that's the second, that's the third that's the fourth and if you drift off you've got to go back to one again so it helps to build up a continuum uh-huh. You can also use a word, buddho, like bud for breathing in, do for breathing out, and extend the sounding of that word over the entire span. The benefit of that being using a, much more a sound, whereas with numbers the problem is that you can start, oh, I've got to get to six, I've got to, i at two, I'm at three, it's really abstract. Whereas sounding is much more direct, resonance of As oh, you breathe out, it's got a cooling resonance to it. And you're tracing it with the mind and the heart. The heart, chitta, has the tonality, something that's soothing, widening, steadying less precise than the the numbers thing but perhaps can have a more beneficial tone to it you know, doing algebra or arithmetic Mm. maybe you don't need any of these just to feel the energy of breathing out what is that? how does it differ from breathing in? breathing and brightening Body swelling, physical body swelling. Pause, breathing out. Physical body softening. Energy changes into something else. Pause, the ending of the exhalation. So stirring, beginning of the inhalation. You the inhalation, a hovering and a stirring; the an exhalation, picking up these qualities, a certain motivation or chanda, desire to stay with it. Yeah. Then yeah, we've got to be also the pitfalls of, of desire, and of chanda. We wanna get successful. And that could be the problem with the numbers, you get okay I've got up to ten up, and up six and nine and dang it, I've forgotten it. Get it a little bit like it's a game and we wanna win. Not quite right. Motivation could also be to more directly really get and receive the quality of breathing, life force, vitality, and how it affects the mind, how it affects the chitta, how it affects the heart, how it affects the body, taking an interest in it. The more interested you are in it, the more the mind, heart mind bonds to that quality and therefore the energy of the body then transfers into the mind the mind is brightened by it because of the bond you form a link between the two and the bodily energy brightens the heart energy and steadies it that's the simple principle of collecting samadhi as you knit things together So that's your motivation is to you know knit things, let things blend. Heart blend into the body, body felt directly in the heart. When I say the body I mean this your energy body, the vitality of your body. Connecting to it. So you lessening the allegiance between the heart and the thinking mind which is often extremely strong it a thinking, the heart looks to the thinking mind to provide answers certainties, definitions uh, who's right and who's wrong, future, past issues it looks at the thinking mind to give it some direction, thinking mind plenty of answers but it doesn't by itself, resolve anything, doesn't... doesn't change anything, fundamentally. Because the same sense of being irritated, or being eager, or being impulsive, or being uncertain, then pertains, and is transferred to the next series of circumstances and topics. The sense of feeling left out, or unwelcome, or over-responsible, then still pertains and transfers to the next topic you may have solved that particular instance it transfers to the next instance because the pattern has not been released The thinking mind doesn't know how to release a pattern, it knows how to act upon it it doesn't release it So the pattern persists and transfers to another topic why if you want to resolve some of these, you're going to go much more deeply beyond the thinking mind into the chitta, the source of crampedness or discord or whatever it is, you know, impulsiveness, uh, sadness. And then These are not just emotions, these are certain energies to these. And breathing in and out, just breathing. Feeling your breath, your energy, breath energy, connecting the two. Remember you don't solve anything, you let the energy, two energies meet, let them eventually mingle and resolve. Mm-hmm. So just helping the sense of the, the doer, the one who's going to make themselves into this, that, and the other. The one who's going to get better at this, that, and the other. The one who's going to arrive at this, that, or the other. Just putting that one aside. Mm. And we'll just go directly into... Well, we'll see. Breathing. Connecting to that. And settling. Harmonizing the various effects of that the warming effect. Thinking tends to lessen. Sometimes things get stirred up, un, you know unresolved issues, unresolved qualities get stirred up. Like sweeping something. Sweep through it, some of the dust flies up. Reading through it. And always breathing out, releasing. Fresh moment, inhalation. And some of these hindrances um, die down or no longer take hold there can be a unifying effect with this it's as if the the energy begins to unify Mm. so when we really get into the qualities that occur when the body easily breathes out it's a steady vitality quiet steady and then fading. Inhalation slowly picks up. And is steady and fading. Mind connecting to all that, attentive, becomes steady. And if its steadiness also spans the pauses. Steadiness becomes the dominant theme. Steadiness of the mind steadies the body. Nervous energy unifies. In breath, out-breath, pretty much the same. Mind simplifies, collects, certain vitality, brightness occurs. M- mood of uplift, because so the mind is not cramped, energy is not tangled up, bright quality. Training oneself to suffuse, it's rather like almost like a a wish, that attitude of mind is widening like, like a wish does when you wish something, bless something, mind opens. So the energy can then saturate Mm. our awareness saturate the body, saturate the heart refreshing, regenerating So we cultivate with these points in mind Mm -hmm. and bearing in mind it's obvious uh, hindrances often do with particular topics that obsess us I mean, disengage from the topic and deal with the mood or acknowledge the mood look into the mood disengage the topics the future, the past, self and other this is the mood of desire, craving, ill will dullness mm. like this is hovering over that and you feel breathing in and out where it feels strongest most steady give attention to that what you give attention to will tend to magnify and amplify uh, uh, now in you few know, confusion we often give attention to our problems they get bigger they amplify give attention to our discord amplifies so it's just a simple act of attention so now you're giving attention to something that's stronger where the, where the pressure isn't there where there's some comfort it magnifies it magnifies other qualities don't get in the name of mindfulness is then to create a kind of boundary around uh, what, you, what, you, what your attention is going to go on to, and living within that boundary. When you have a retreat like this, one, one of the fundamental aims is to create distinct boundaries around time and what we do, what we don't do, what we give our attention to, for a very good reason. It takes time to, to learn to l- linger on that which has not been lingered on. Doesn't come jumping in at you. Not necessarily easy to see. It's not something that's kind of around in the atmosphere, and yet it's the most fundamental life force. Be with you wherever you go, whatever age, whoever you're with. It's going to be there. to you give it attention? Do you give your good places attention or do you just pick away at the difficult pieces? Or do you find reasons for the difficult pieces which may have a certain validity to them but that doesn't get you out of suffering? You need to clear so you become a moment of strong Sati, strong resources does not get negatively impacted by circumstances. We may in fact have justification you feel negatively impacted by circumstances, but you know, our life, our past, what the people are or aren't, but that doesn't solve it. The one who is properly trained is not impacted. Because they have a strong boundary. And it's not just the boundary of crampness and tension, but within that there's there's a primary strength, warmth, Mm -hmm. blessing, benefit, fruit, and it's not that you can live in, dwell in. Things don't have to get under your skin. So this is a, you know, Really important thing to to cultivate over days, months, years, strengthening the heart it doesn't get kicked around. And here, using the body energy to give that a very tangible—it's so not just an idea, or a pick-me-up notion, or a bit of emotional comfort. It's a resource and what needs to be understood is how body energy and high energy connect there can be a transmission mm-hmm. works both ways your quality of chitta is steady uh, focused sense of deliberate mm-hmm. it's listening it's receptive has a benevolent aspect, this is for your well-being, you're not forced to do this. It's not a competition, it's not a statement of how good you are. Forget all those. Something here. And that's the attitude of heart. Take your time. Body, learning to let the body breathing go all the way out through the body, through the belly. Till it's finished. Let it fill you through the chest, ribs, up to the collar. You can even it flushing, you can even feel it flushing up into your head, your eyes, and so on as it gets more um, free from constrictions. And these two then picking these two meeting and the refreshment occurs. obviously there are the, the major hindrances then we have the what are call the upa that's lesser ones we get a little bit calm we get rather excited you know when the energy gets bright we feel a bit too fizzy or bubbly um, you know as it's slightly stirred or you know start to imagine imaginary line or something like that or, get over-absorbed so you just stay keeping that sense of commitment to a lightness lightness okay it's like this now letting it so important to keep a certain respectful quality to the meditation let it be what it is energy is changing steadying not steadying Keep returning. That's the deliberate. It feels that um, your mind is getting cramped or uh, obsessive is yes. opening up, widening, softening, lifting, mm. connecting to the space around you. Mm. And so you're working with the, these qualities and in a sympathetic way it's a craft, it's a skill but from this, if it's uh, cultivated then the attention is bright, clean we can see things properly, clearly the benefit of samadhi It's both a happy abiding, but more important, to see things as they really are. To see the characteristics of change and selflessness and uh, to see through them. Bright, clear attention. So let's take some time for practice.